You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Build Four Tough Studio, Boomer Sizing, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Tuesday morning, we heard from the Giants general manager, we heard from the Giants head coach after being eliminated from the playoffs, and we got a glimpse into what they are thinking, which is what we were thinking they would probably end up saying, which is committing to Daniel Jones. I mean, Joe Shane just flat out said, we're happy that Daniel's going to be here. Now, they haven't agreed on a contract yet, but that to me is basically confirmation. And then he was a little wishy-washy with the Saquon Barkley future with the Giants. They're going to have those big decisions coming up this offseason, and the more that I hear from Joe Shane, the more I hear about the offer that the Giants gave Saquon Barkley and what he turned down, the more I think that there's going to be another team out there that's going to be willing to pay him more than the New York Giants. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Hey, good morning, G. I'm doing great, man, this morning. And uh, I will say that I do kind of agree with you about Saquon and what's going on. And, and uh, I told you uh, about two weeks ago that I felt that Daniel Jones and the Giants were close. Yeah. And I still think they're very close. It's just a matter of time before they, they get to uh, sign in the dot line and he's going to be their quarterback and the question also presented to joe shane was about the wide receiver and and you know he couched it to a point where you know you know we need a number one wide receiver we realize that but you know we also know that other number one wide receivers are not sitting in championship weekend here but there are uh two down in philadelphia that could you could say that they're both number one aj uh, Brown and of course Devontae Smith and then when you look out in Cincinnati there's two there too one is T Higgins who's going to want a new massive contract uh, this offseason and of course you have Jamar Chase and then when you take a look at what's going on in Kansas City you realize that Kansas City basically has you know players that are made better by their quarterback because he is so special and off the chart and then you look at San Francisco, and they got Debo Samuel, they got Brandon Ayuk, they got Christian McCaffrey, they got George Kittle. Those are four superstars. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and the Giants don't have anybody even remotely in that in that vein that they could look at and say, you know, that's going to make Daniel Jones's job a little bit easier. Yeah, and I was thinking about what Joe Shane said about the talent gap that we all knew was going on between the Giants and the Eagles, and he admitted it. There's a large talent gap that needs to be closer for the Giants to compete in the division and with teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, and you point to the wide receiver, and that's exactly what went on. Think about it. 
the draft where the Eagles traded up with the Cowboys ahead of the Giants to get Devontae Smith. The Giants ended up with Kadarius Toney. The Giants in the offseason, when they wanted to go out and get a weapon, went and signed one of the top wide receivers in the market that year to a free agent deal. That was Kenny Galladay. The Eagles, when they wanted to get a top wide receiver, made a trade for A.J. Brown. So think about that. Draft, big offseason acquisition, home runs, both for the Eagles, massive busts, both for the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's part of the problem. You take a look at the Eagles' defense, and you look at their linebackers. Sure, you know that's another problem. I mean, there's a lot of things you can compare and contrast uh, to the teams within your division. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, the defense of uh, Washington is a, is a really good defense. The Dallas defense is a good defense. The Philadelphia defense is a good defense, and the Giant defense is you know bottom third. <laughs> so I, we we all know what the issues are, and like I said, it was a masterful coaching job. Uh, by the coaching staff and in particular the way they handled Daniel Jones. But I'd like to see Daniel Jones throw for over 4,000 yards and run for maybe 350 to 400 yards. I'd like to see him throw 30 to 35 touchdown passes, but he's going to need help in order to do that. And then they're going to have to have the confidence that they're going to have the guys that are going to go make those plays. And the reason I, I, I keep pointing to T. Higgins is because T. Higgins was a second-round draft choice, and he is in the third year of a four-year contract. There is no way T. Higgins is coming back in his last year playing for what you know is on his contract right now. So he's got to go to the Bengals, and the Bengals have either got to say, okay, we're going to give you like something similar to what Christian Kirk got from the Jacksonville Jaguars, which was four years, $72 million. But he's going to want more than that, and he's going to want out of there. Especially if they win the Super Bowl. And the reason he's going to want out of there is because he knows that he's got no room for a salary of that of that ilk if he stays there because Jamar Chase is there and Joe Burrow are there, and those are the guys that they're going to end up having to pay. So there is an opportunity for somebody to go and trade for, I believe, somebody to go and trade for a guy like T. Higgins. And we've seen this now with multiple situations, whether it was Devontae Adams last year, Debo Samuel ended up staying there, but he got that new contract before he was you know, a free agent. He got it going into that last year, just like you're talking about with T. Higgins and D.K. Metcalf was another guy. So These all- guys are all second round. Most of them are second round draft choices. Right. That are on those four-year deals that don't have that fifth-year protection for the team, right? And that's why when you start scouring, you know, the free agency lot for wide receiver this year, it's not all that impressive in terms of, you know, quality high-end number one wide receivers. And that's why you know these trades happen because of the pressure. Like say on the Bengals, they're going to have to pay Joe Burrow. It's going to be a massive contract, whatever it is, and so that means somebody or some. Some other players are going to end up, you know, getting jettisoned by the team just simply because they can't afford everybody. And that's where guys like teams like the Giants and other teams have got to be really smart about how they evaluate these players, what they look like in terms of where they are in their career. And I think T's a young kid. He's six foot four, four and a half fives. He plays big. He's fast. He can take a top off the defense and he's a really good dude. You know what I'm saying? So I think that. That that would match what the Giants would need. The question is, would they have enough money to pay him to satisfy him? Yeah, no, I love that idea, and that's something that they absolutely should be looking into. Now, as far as Saquon Barkley goes, there's two ways to handle it, in my opinion, and no room for anything else. One is that you don't re-sign him, and you let him go somewhere else. 
The second thing is you franchise tag him and pay him $10 million for I one year. I want that. I don't care what he wants. Now, <laughs> that's the thing. This is, I'm sorry. This is in the CBA. We've seen it a million times. Right. What's he going to do? What, what do you want? To not sign the franchise tag and be Le'Veon Bell? And then ruin the rest of your career? So it's in the CBA. I'm allowed to do it. And I read this morning uh, Ian O'Connor in the post going, he would be really hurt and disappointed if that were the case. So then, then if Joe if Joe Shane is going to be thinking the way that Ian O'Connor wrote, then Joe Shane is not going to be a good general manager because Joe exactly. Shane needs to be that ruthless assassin as a general manager and make the tough decisions. And you know who says he's going to make the right decisions? You're hiring him because you believe that he had been around an organization that did make the right decisions. That's right. When it came to hard decisions about contracts and drafts and things of that nature and trades. So you're hoping that Joe Shane has that in him. You know, it's easy to get caught up in the relationships with these players. And that's like one of the things we, we were talking about. You know, Joe Shane has no tie to anybody in this draft, except for maybe the guys he brought down from Buffalo. Yeah. Well, well, and yes, Evan Neal, Kayvon Thibodeau is the only, and then the rest of the guys he drafted, and that's it. You know, outside of that, those are the only guys, you know, that he really cares about because those were his guys. Now, I'm sure they developed a relationship with them, and obviously Daniel Jones, one of those guys he developed a relationship with, and he decided to keep them. But, I mean, I, I just don't... There's no way you could sign Saquon Barkley to a long-term deal. Absolutely no way. And I believe Joe Shane knows that. Now, if he got him on the cheap and signed him to this contract that was very team-friendly, then sure, maybe that will work. But I don't know if Saquon Barkley is going to be amenable to that. I wouldn't sign him to a long-term deal, period. And the $10 million, bringing him back for $10 million and getting another year of him in his prime as he gets closer to 30, you know, might be the best thing. And if he's hurt by that, you know, maybe he gets motivated by it. I mean, there's really, I mean, and it's not like Saquon Barkley has much of a leg to stand on because he said it himself. You know, he's been hurt. You know, he, he didn't really live up to the potential. All of these things that make him a great candidate to bring him back on a one-year, $10 million deal and let's go for it but again. It's not, not going to happen. What not going to happen because the player's not going to want it. The, but the it agent. doesn't matter what he wants. Like, yes, you know, it does. Like, I, I hate to say it. I mean, I know that there's a CBA. I know that there are rules in place. Hey, how many times have we seen players get traded because of stuff like this. Now, I, I will say there are a couple of guys that, you know, did play this year. I think uh, Jesse Bates for the Bengals, uh, they're very talented safety. He's on, I believe, he is on one of those contracts where he was franchised because he plays a position like safety, like uh, Saquon plays, that is devalued uh, in the in the big system of things. So it's easy to uh, kind of franchise those guys. But I just don't, it's not what Saquon wants. It's, it's just not a good, it's not... It's just not good all the way around. So you either you either allow him to go, or you sign and trade him, and then he gets a new contract from another team. But but if that makes the most football sense, if that's what Joe Shane wants and says, I you know I I think that you know letting him go in free agency and getting the compensatory pick is not really something that to me makes sense right now because we think he's a talented guy and we want to had some success this year with him and he did stay healthy. I want him back, but I want him back not on a long term deal. Let's squeeze another year out of him. That makes the most football sense. He should not, just as you said, he should not consider the feelings of the player. And there's been one guy that I can remember that did not sign the franchise tender and sat out a year. Le'Veon Bell. And that was Le'Veon Bell. Everybody yeah. else has signed it and then done something with it. Either, you know, went, sign and trade. Yeah, whatever, whatever or it played. is. Or played. Yeah, there are a couple guys that are playing on it this year. But it's just not, it's, 
So for a running back who basically made it through the season relatively healthy and uh, generated over 1,600 yards and 10 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. you know, in his eyes, he's worth a substantial raise and he's worth guaranteed money. And that's what he wants. And the last thing he wants to do is go out there and put, you know, his body on the line for what he believes and perceives to be less than what he's worth. And there's there's somebody out there that would probably want to give him somewhere to around fourteen to fifteen million a year. I'm you telling think, you, there, I there, mean, there's probably there's one or two teams out there that aren't paying their quarterback that would love to have a running back and have a veteran of uh, Saquon's ilk. Yeah, I'm not sitting here and telling you he's Barry Sanders because he's not, but. He's a very, very talented and a very productive player when healthy. Yeah, of course. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey, I believe, makes, what, $16 million a year? Yes. But now, if I asked you, player for player, who would you want, Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley? Who would you want? Well, of course, Christian McCaffrey, but I, but he's also had his fair share of injuries as well. True, and that's one of the reasons why Carolina ended up moving on from him. Yeah, and plus they were in a rebuild, and he had, they had signed him to a what contract. What are the Giants in? No, no, no. I'm saying they didn't. They moved on. The Giants are now in a sort of... Are they kind of like similar to what Carolina was doing? Uh, not after this year, no. Wow, it's just because they after made the playoffs? last playoff? year, yes. Because they made the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. And they found their quarterback yeah, and, I, and their coach. I, I think, think about it. I think Last that, year was the Carolina comparison, not this year. I, I think that uh, the Giants, you know, are probably a team that, you know, are a top 22 team. You know, there are 10 teams that are better than them. I, I believe that. I, even though they, they made the, the playoffs, but they were one of 14 that made the playoffs, I still think that there are 10 teams that are significantly better than them in terms of their overall top-end talent. And, you know, Dexter Lawrence and Andrew Thomas are definitely top-end players. Um, Xavier McKinney is going to become a top-end player, but then again, he plays a position that, you know, doesn't, you know, it's not, it's valued, but it's not valued like a, a nose tackle or an edge rusher or a, a linebacker like a Roquan Smith or a Patrick Queen are. You know, like the Giants don't have anybody like that. So they, they have to fix their defense first and foremost, and they got to find a wide receiver. I think the offensive line is going to be okay. I think Evan Neal is going to be much improved next year. You can, you can always find guys in the middle, the guards, the center area. But, you know, for me, the, the bookend tackles are there. They got the, they got the, the defensive tackle in the middle. Um, they may have the safety. They may have two corners, and they have a quarterback. They they have no presence at tight end right now. They have very little presence at wide receiver. And if you're going to tell me that you're going to run it back and try to do the same thing you just did this past year, no, they can't. They can't. No, they they can't, and they won't. And I know that Brian Dable and Joe Shane are sharp enough to they, they to realize it. that. They of, know it one hundred percent. They know it, uh, of course. So, and I do believe that Joe Shane, from his comments yesterday, the way he's looking at the Saquon contract is: you either accept this deal or you go somewhere else, or you know maybe the franchise tag is on the table with the, the trade or whatever. But he's not going to budge, meaning that I think that he has an idea of how he can operate if he signs Saquon to a contract on those terms. But he's not. There's no room for negotiation. That's that's what I took out. Right. It was and just, like, and just from, from the player side, he played all five years, okay, of his rookie contract. Three of those five, he was extremely productive. The other two, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And and the point being is that 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 is a position where that's going to continue to happen. But this, in his eyes, in his mind, this is his chance to get some significant money. Is right now because he is he's come through his fifth year. He came through it healthy. He came through it productive. And he's leaving the season thankfully healthy. And, you know, he 
he's in the midst of his prime. So he wants to get as much as he possibly can right now. And I totally understand that. Yeah, right. But he said otherwise. <laughs> I totally understand it. No, I, you know. I, I know. But he, listen, I, I, I get that he wants to get the most money too. anybody would. But he basically said that he was realistic in the fact that he probably won't get the most money possible um, because of the way things have gone for me. He said it himself after the season. I'm realistic. I've had injuries. Would, would, you think, the, would you think a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers would go after him? No, absolutely not. Because, I mean, they have Najee Harris. He used the first-round pick on him. Uh, he That was only a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I, no. Uh, to me, the, the team is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that that's what I've thought since the beginning of the season where I thought that, you know, like the 49ers made the trade for McCaffrey. If the Giants had fallen out of it, I thought that that would have been a perfect situation for them. And I do believe that after what happened to them in this they Bengals need, they game, need something. they got to get that running game going. Now, it doesn't have to be a top-level elite back, but it's got to be something better than what they got. So that, to me, is a team that, that you know, I'd have to look at their cap situation, but... But you always got to look for that team that's that that's desperate to get over the hump at that position. And I believe that the Bills are one of those teams. Saquon's going to have to, if someone's going to pay Saquon, it's going to be a team exactly like that. That feels like they are a player or two away from just like they went out and got Von Miller. They felt like that was going to be the answer. Now, if they get Von Miller back and they're like, okay, now we're bringing in Saquon Barkley. Now we're really, we're changing things and we're, we're getting guys to fill those holes for us for a Super Bowl run. So that, that would be a team that I yeah, would think well, would give them maybe 12 a, million. They do not have a lot of room. Yeah, but I'm sure right now, but I'm sure as you get to the offseason, guys will, you know, they'll be releasing guys and everything else. Yeah, well, their their 2023 salary cap as it stands right now is it looks like they're actually over the cap. Wow. Potentially. So they got some work to do. They do have a lot of work to do. And that's and that's the thing that, you know, it really does drive the decision making. And there are tough decisions to be made. I mean, would you rather have like seven new guys on your team, kind of like what Jacksonville did? And, you know, bring in guys that are going to be, you know, good players for you. And what's the amazing thing to me is that the Giants had no very little tight end presence at all. Got young guys and everything else injured. Um, and, and it looked like they, they had some players there that were going to be productive. But like Evan Ingram signs with Jacksonville on a one-year deal and goes out there and has like 80 catches. And, and I don't know, what was it, like 10 touchdowns or something? Yeah, had a good year. I yep. mean, he had a great year. Now, he, he still drops some balls. But he had more targets than he's ever had before. And that's the point. Like when he was here, he was in offenses that just were not, were not doing anything. And, and he had an inaccurate Daniel Jones. He had, uh, you know, turnovers, you know, were happening left and right. Big plays that he would have an opportunity to make. He would drop a ball. A ball would be just behind him and hit him in the hands. Mm-hmm. And, and it would be his fault. You know, and I, and we as, Fans and analysts and everything else want that guy to make that catch. But he needed more opportunity, and he got more opportunity with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. And look at the player you got. Yeah. He's, a pretty, he's a pretty talented offensive player. Yeah, and he's going to get, I would assume, a pretty big contract this offseason. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Recco here with us. He's got an update. What's going on, Jerry? Good morning. Well, good morning to you. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. So we'll hear from Joe Shane and Brian Dable. Uh, you guys opened with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Here was Shane on the future of Jones with the organization. We'd like Daniel to be here. Again, he, he said it yesterday. There's there's a business side to it, but um, we feel like Daniel played well this season. He's done everything that we asked him to do. And, you know, again, there, there's a business side to it. We, we haven't went down that road yet. But he said they will soon. Uh, in terms of Barkley... Um, and yes, Barkley did have those comments, Gee, I heard you mention uh, that we played yesterday in terms of what he has done and hasn't done, how injuries have kept him out more than he would have liked. Here was Shane on Barkley, not as glowing in terms of him being here. He's a good player. He's a great teammate. You know, I love to get to, I love getting to know him this season. And, you know, he's a guy we would like to have back. It's just, again, we haven't had, you know, our, our end of season meetings yet. We're less than 48 hours after that game. So everybody's going to step back. You know, take the emotion out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So Daniel Jones, he said, it's great that we know that Daniel's going to be back. But with Saquon, we got to wait 48 hours and let things cool down. I just want to say, hey, Joe Shane, welcome to New York where everybody takes everything you say and then puts words in your mouth. Well, especially when he doesn't talk often like GMs don't. Right. And he shouldn't. And coaches should be the leader of the team in the face of the franchise. And then when a GM gets a chance like now and Joe Douglas right now, these are the times that they start talking because they're the ones that are responsible for building the team. Sure. Wouldn't it be great if Daniel Jones pulled the ultimate heel turn and rejected the Giants' offer and then signed with the Raiders or something? It was like, you guys didn't pick up my fifth-year option. I went out there. I won a playoff game. Pow! Bofungul! And he goes right out the door. And then he's a, he's a Raider. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, that would be something. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be something. something. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But that's not who Daniel Jones is, man. Come on, guys. Go to the gym. You know that's why he would be a heel turn, right? Yeah, that's right. That's not who he is. He's he's in. He's now part of the the giant like lore. Like like giant fans love him now. You know, I mean, he played well this year. You can't you can't deny that. Knowing how desperate the league is for quarterbacks, for real. What do you think he would get on the open market? Man, oh man, we've seen some bad quarterbacks get big deals. I think he would on the open market. I think he would probably. It would be between thirty and thirty-five million. Yeah, I mean, just like what the Giants probably are going to give him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to forty. You know, the Giants going to give him. Think think about this for a second. Would the Giants give him? They're going to get if 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 the franchise tag right now is what a thirty-two and a half million. So I think it was thirty-one seven. I thought. Okay, so let's say, 30, let's say thirty-two million. Yep. So that's where you have to start. That that's yeah. where you start. You start with that number, 
and then you times that number, let's say, let's say 32. But why do you have to start there? You couldn't offer him four years, 120? Guaranteed most of it? Depending on how much you're guaranteeing. I guess you could, but I'm just saying. Guarantee him 90 million. Again, from the player and the agent standpoint, that's where you start. That's your starting spot. And shouldn't he take visits? I mean, isn't this what players Not if you want to be here, though. Yeah, but. You don't have to. Every you don't have to, but every player says that goes into free agency, even ones that end up in the same place. I may never have a chance to do this okay. again. I want to go out there, talk to other teams, see Devil's what that's like. What if the phone doesn't ring as much as you think it's going to? Oh, there will be teams that'll talk to them. But here, here's the other thing. I you know I would advise would be to stay here with this group of coaches because they got the best out of you. Where if you go somewhere else, maybe the pressure won't. Well, the pressure, no matter where you go, because your contract is going to be big, but you're not, you don't really know what you're stepping into. At least here, you know who you have. And I think he could probably feel like he trusts the coaching staff and trusts the way that uh, they went about coaching him this year and got the yeah. best out of him. Well, that's where the agent has to do all the work. He's got to reach True. out to these teams and be like, are you interested? And then if they are, then maybe he could drive up the price for the Here, Well, here was their coach, Brian Dayball, in terms of the season being over. They got into the postseason, but at the end of the day, have to start over now. Just because you won one year doesn't guarantee you anything the next year relative to what players you have, what players you don't have. I mean, you take a look at last year's playoffs, I think seven of them didn't make the playoffs the following year. Uh, the two top seeds had losing records. So, who knows? One year is not going to be the same as the next. We'll see how this uh, offseason unfolds. Bill's wide receiver Steph Diggs on Twitter um, after the cameras caught him yelling around Josh Allen on Sunday when they were about to lose the game, tweeting, quote, Want me to be okay with losing? Nah. Want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah. So there you go. I don't know if he's going to talk at all today. I know Josh Allen spoke yesterday. Have to see if we can find some of that. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Clean up that mess. Understood, yes. I mean, um, and they can't do anything with his contract either because it's uh, it would it, the, the dead cap money is just too significant. Well, they need him. Yeah, I mean, they do need him. But it's just a pain in the neck, though. It's like you just lose a game and, you know, you, you got to deal with the media and you got to deal with the disappointed fan base and social media and all that stuff. And then you got one of your teammates just off on a reservation somewhere screaming and yelling. You know, I'm like... And then now you got to deal with that and you got to deal with all that crap that, you know, the questions that you have to answer about him and all this other stuff that you don't want to have to do. Patrick Mahomes said to be doing okay with the ankle sprain. The Chiefs said to be preparing as if he will play Sunday. Not a shock against the Bengals. Uh, the team that uh, lost to Kansas City are the Jaguars, as we know. Here was Doug Peterson closing things out yesterday, talking about consistency. Year two now with Trevor Lawrence uh, going into the offseason. It's everything. There's continuity. There's consistency. He knows the guys he's going to be throwing the ball to. He knows the coaching staff who's going to be coaching him. And um, that's... that's uh, that, that's a big exactly your point. What about talking exactly about stability? All, as I feel bad for Justin Herbert. He can overcome some of the instability that the Chargers are thrown at him, and I think that uh, it also was the point about Brian Dable and Daniel Jones this year. That was stability, and finally somebody coaching him like he should have been coached. And look what and look what they got out of him. Every time I hear Doug Peterson's voice, I think about that video of him in training camp with the Eagles where he would end every meeting with, let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I don't, actually. Cigarette. 
let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> so, all right, guys, get together and get yourself some ice cream. And then we'll go. I mean, he did it like every single day. And someone did a compilation of it. <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I played for that guy. I wish I was there around Doug what, Peterson. What, was it like when Rex was going, let's go get a goddamn snack? Right. right. <laughs> that, that was great. That was awesome. That was a singular moment. Doug yes. Peterson said, let's go get some ice cream like every, every day, day <laughs> for a month. So yeah, you let's, wrap let's go get some ice cream and then beat the hell out of each other tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty much. And then, of course, the big question in the NFL is what will Tom Brady do next year? Is the 45-year-old going to hang it up? Is he going to go back to Tampa? Will he be somewhere else on his own show with his own host, Jim Gray? He was asked that question on Sirius XM. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's I only the question scratchy. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. Okay. Mm, that was real, too. It Dude, seemed like it. That did not sound like a setup. No. So he's They're best buddies, though, man. You know, that's no. why I think it's weird, though. No, I... He's just a, he's had it, man. Like, I, I but then think, don't do it then. I think there's been like we know, right? Of course, but I'm saying he's had it with this season, and it's a commitment that he made, and he's just everything is piled up. And I know it's Tom Brady, and he's the greatest, and he's made a gazillion dollars, and everything should be great for him. But he goes through this divorce, then he sees his wife out there with that Pilates instructor, yeah, sure. and then he ends up having a losing season, gets his ass kicked in the playoffs. It's just been a tough situation for him. It's just, oh. This has been a tough year for him. He makes a hundred million dollars a year. But that doesn't cure everything, no, man. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> I know he does, but this for Tom Brady, this has been a tough year, yeah. I'm sure. And the fact that he's still playing, the fact that he's still as good as he is, you know, I want him back, man. I want him playing somewhere. Miami, uh, Vegas. Come on, Tom, let's go. He'll be somewhere next year. He's got nothing else to do. 100%. Well, Fox has, uh, you know, him lined up yeah, to take over to for Greg Olson. Yeah. Now he's going to play. Yeah, he's going to get one more year somewhere, without a doubt. I say two more. I mean, now he's free to do whatever he wants. That's exactly. the thing. Vegas, baby. Maybe. We Josh shall Daniels. See. We certainly know that they do need a, uh, they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback, and they need a finisher. They got, they got great offensive players there. Uh, Nick's home for the Cavaliers tonight. Last night, you had the Magic beat the Celtics 113-98, stopping Boston's nine-game winning streak. Uh, tonight, Rutgers home for Penn State on WCBS 880 at 615. A couple of things from hockey. I'll do the Rangers in a second, but I just I think this was funny, so I want to get to this and not run out of time. So a few days ago, the Canucks fired their head coach, Bruce Boudreaux, as we know. Yes. Rick Tockett has decisions to make. Yes. So you get the news if you're watching the local TV stations all over the country, like, say, on Fox in Washington, D.C., that is. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, listen, she got she, she came back on the next thing. hour and had another opportunity. 
And former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change today. Rick Tuchet was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. How does replace Boudreaux? How does someone there not help her with the pronunciation? Because they hate her. I can tell you that there is a staff of people that hates that woman, and they did not correct her because they can't stand her. That's what's going on. Now, is that TV or is that radio? TV. That's TV. There's got to be somebody there in sports that can help her. I'm telling you, someone sabotaged her. They wrote (laughs) C-A-N-O-O-K-S in the teleprompter. And then Tukit. Tukit's not even close to talking. Right, because there's no way you come up with Tukit unless that's misspelled on the prompter. Exactly. Someone sabotaged her because they can't stand her. Boudreaux, I get. I'm fine, but... I mean, I couldn't go up to her and say, Boudreaux, Tukit... And Canucks, you could you could just say that to her. Oh, Rick Tukit is the best <laughs> out of all that. that. Is best, yes. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Anyway, uh, Rick Tukit wasn't playing or coaching last night, but the Rangers were playing, and the Rangers were winning. Face off win. DC shot is blocked. Coming in is Goodrow and hit the side of the net. Trying to back it in. It goes in. Rangers score. That is correct. It was Jimmy VC. Not a boy, Jimmy VC. He's actually having a renaissance uh, year for the Rangers. Proved to be the deciding goal as I mean, the Rangers scored four unanswered and beat the Panthers six to two. That Panther goalie should have been playing defense for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> that's how bad he was. Now that said, you would think a six-two win at home over no. the Panthers in front of Aaron Judge in yep. the crowd. You would think Gerard Gallant would be happy with the performance. Hmm? I hate to say yes, but honestly, I wasn't overly happy most of the night. To be honest with you. But things ended up. It's a win, but I wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't this. Did not like the way they defended. No, it, was, it was a great game. Okay. I mean, I mean, they did win, but that's all that matters. They got the two was really good last night again. Yes. So they, he had 33 saves. And as for the Islanders, things continue to go sideways for them as they struggled against one of their former players. As here's Tavares cutting in the And that was the game tying goal, and then uh, Kelly Yornkrook with the go-ahead goal in the second period. You know, the Islanders need they need like back-to-back games against the Rangers to get themselves back in you know in the win column. Ooh, the energy yeah, gets elevated when they play the Rangers. Yeah, I don't know there's seven. I have a hard time. They have injuries time, and yes. they just cannot score. Five straight losses, nine of their last ten, um, and so they fall to twenty-three, twenty-one, and five. Devils were off, but they tonight take on the Golden Knights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Something we didn't get a chance to say on the air yesterday because of all the Giants-Eagles. I did mention it on Twitter, and it did happen Friday after our show, is that Sweeney Murdy is moving on from WFAN, and of course, we all love Sweeney. Sweeney Murdy! Oh, he's just the absolute best. Hard worker, professional, just one of the great guys in the business, and that is not hyperbole. And he helped me along the way when I was younger and an intern and everything else really Goodbye. set the standard set the standard for what like a reporter should be and a professional Listen. should be so i know whatever he does he's going to be good at it. just one of those guys it doesn't matter what he does he could go be a drummer somewhere and he ended up being you know, a great about guy so he's he's a yankee guy and you know the yankees are the, the most popular franchise in town yep and if anybody wants an expert on the yankees there's your guy right there. Absolutely. And he will land on his feet without question, and he's very good at what he does. He loves what he does. And unfortunately here, they decided that that's not a full-time position. Sure. It's basically, as I understand it, right? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. I don't know the inner workings of the uh You didn't the get that part of the scuttlebutt? I, did, I didn't get that part of the scuttlebutt. You had to get scuttlebutt. You got scuttlebutt on something. Uh, well, I can tell because I, I can tell when you got something because... It's almost like you spend a lot of time with Alan Eddie in the break. And when every time you spend in time with Alan Eddie in the break, I know it has something to do with the radio station. And I know you don't want to bring it up to me because, you know, I'm just going to pay attention to it. That's exactly right. Yeah. You have pegged that okay, 100% right. Okay, good. So there's going to be two stories that I think are interesting here at the radio station. I think the listeners are going to think that are interesting at the radio station. Two jobs that are going to have to be filled before baseball season. And you know what happens. I mean, we're going to be we're looking at february two uh, jobs next week yes actually sort of three if you think about it but we're looking at february february at some point pitchers and catchers report then we get into march i mean baseball season three is, job. is three jobs knocking on the door you know three. so there's now, these three jobs can i just ask you yeah now i know sweeney's that job is one of them one of them yeah the other two i mean they are specifically baseball or are they related to anybody else that's working here full-time no no no. specifically baseball okay okay so and we've talked about it the wayne randazzo job and then the jake eisenberg job so they need to hire two different mets play-by-play guys one who will be full-time and then one's going to fill in when a wayne job is uh filled and then also when howie takes off so there's three three. What's people. How we doing now? What's how we doing right now? Right now, what's how we doing? I, I I'm probably drinking a coffee, reading a online newspaper. Okay, maybe something like that. Yeah, I love Howie. Yeah, right. Of course, I'm not doing anything now, right? So, um, 
Uh, the beaver. <laughs> All right. So the point is that you know this business, right? Yeah, I do. People want jobs that are open. Shivmeisters are out. Is that what we're talking about? The Shivmeisters are out. The vultures are cacoing, <laughs> circling. <laughs> and you love this. And I, I, I do, I do have respect for those who are aggressive because I don't like when people sit around and say, "I just hope a job falls in my lap." You gotta you go know? get it, man. Right? Exactly. So I wanted to bring this to your attention just to give you a little bit of insight into what's happening out there. All, All right. right. Okay. All right. Now, Danielle McCartan, who is employee here, part-time talk show host. We know her pretty well. Does a great job when she fills in. Huge, huge Yankee fan, right? Right. She tweets us. She's a fan of the show. Yeah. So uh, we like Danielle McCartan. So uh, she, she wanted to play on our softball team, and then you guys canceled the softball season. So That is exactly right. That's also a, a fact. So she is on. She's the first voice that you hear on the radio station after Giants postgame of Giants-Eagles. So big playoff loss, Giants postgame happens, that's the end of it. Now's the first time callers can call in and reaction and everything everything else, right? So this is how Danielle McCartan opens her show that night. You know, some WFAN news before we get into this Giants-Eagles game. And uh, you saw that Sweeney announced on Friday. It's got 3 million impressions on Twitter. I'm sure you saw it. But uh, Sweeney announced on Friday morning that uh, that he is moving on from his role as our Yankee reporter here. So, you know, I don't know what the company's plans are to to fill his role. And, you know, while everyone here that I've talked to is upset that he's gone, uh, including me, uh, in, in this business, I've learned that, that you can't let the grass grow under your feet. So, you know, I, I've officially thrown my name into the ring for consideration for, for whatever it may be. So we'll see what happens. Now, Giants-Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> now, that playoff game. But she's going for it, man. man. I'm telling you. The dirt's not even on the grave yet. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, listen, I like it. I yeah. like it. She's, you know, she's a winner. The body that's still a winner warm. right there, man. At least she's out in the open saying it. You know, I'm sure there are a number of people in, in behind everything. Oh, yeah. Shiving people left and right. At least she's out in the open. Right. Slithering through the newsroom exactly. underneath Spike's door. Yeah, All right. of course. I, I like the aggressiveness. Right. And now she has done this before and it hasn't worked out. Yeah. So she did try this once before and it, it did not end up working Was out. Was this for her, replace Craig? No, 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 this was not. I don't think she was around then back in 2017, but uh, this is when Steve Summers decided oh. to retire. You know what? Before we get into the, the thick of things, right? Uh, as you know, uh, there, there's been some news around here. <laughs> uh, at the end of my shift on Wednesday night, I handed the listeners off, you, to WFAN legend Steve Summers. Well, that night on air... He announced that his time here at this station, after 34 years, will be coming to an end, and this is a quote, more sooner than later. But in the meantime, I want you, the WFAN listenership, and all the article writers out there to know that I put my name in for formal consideration for that full-time role here. I wanted to be clear about that. From this, you and I will see what happens. 
All right. All the article right. writers so out there. What, did Marshan write anything? Or uh, no, is he just stuck on Evan and Craig? <laughs> I don't think Marshan wrote anything okay. about it or Neil Best. But so she's done this before. She's very oh, yeah. aggressive with this. All right. Well, good for her. So you got to go after it. Right. Right. Exactly. So she's just uh, she's she's doing what she's doing. She's saying, uh, my hat is in the ring. So we know her hat's in the ring. I don't know if her hat's in the ring for the Mets job, but I know her hat's in the ring for the Sweeney job. So, I, I mean, I wonder who else is out there. You yeah, know I, I, mean? I don't know. I don't know who's out there. Stanky's. Oh, this, that's right. Who, who's that? Peter Schwartz. Oh, Peter Schwartz. Despite the loss, Skanky's playing well. Yeah, but that's a problem for him because he did call them the Skankies one Skankies. time. Yeah. So that might take him out of the running when oh, he called boy. the Yankees the Skankies. Skankies up around here now. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Baseball pitchers and catchers and WFAN, you know, kind of. Oh, everybody's in the mix right now. Right. So I, without, I like it. I, I would not be surprised if Peter Schwartz gets an air mattress and sleeps outside of Spike's office <laughs> for a week on a hunger strike. Well, maybe that's a little too far for him yeah. to, to get that uh, Yankees job. I hear you. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, this is interesting. Do we have any poll? Do we have any uh, impact around no, here or no? See, I, I, I don't want any poll or anything there. I don't want to be... The bad guy, or or any of that. Well, you this could, is you not. Could, you could give a recommendation for somebody. I don't think that they'd listen. You think Marash is on this thing? No, Lou no. Gower, all the all these uh, guys, mm. you know, that are you know doing part time stuff on the air. Do you think that they would want something like that? I think CeeLo's a possibility. I think CeeLo would be someone for the Yan- Yankee fan. Has done the reporting before, but he would have to travel with the Yankees. No, they don't no. do that any longer. They don't do that any longer. No, I don't and, believe. And he hosted. He did fill in for Sweeney when Sweeney had his uh, time off last year. Exactly, and I and I heard him do that, and I thought he did a very nice job. That that's a great role uh, for CeeLo. So he's someone Schwartz did fill in as well. Uh, on that Yankee post game, and I don't think he yeah. called them the Skankies on their official post game. Danielle is a, a Yankee fan as well, right? So she's I hear her every now and again on the air, and she seems to be extremely knowledgeable about the Yankees, all the little nuanced things sure. that go on there. And she did say also that you know Sweeney did take her take her under his wing and show her some of the ropes in the Yankee locker room when she asked to go with him a couple times. So she's familiar with that. So hey, look, I anytime you. If you ever asked to go speak to like a elementary school or a high school or something like that, don't we always say as advice, don't sit on your ass waiting something to come to you. Go exactly. out and get what you want. One hundred percent. And I'm sure that's how Danielle coaches, and I'm sure that's you know what she's doing here. So yeah, a- absolutely. So what about a guy like Big Zoo? Throw him in that Yankee locker room to shake things up. He needs to be the Nick correspondent. We're not allowed at Madison Square Garden. So I, Big Zoo, you know. You think his facial recognition would not allow him in there? <laughs> He'd throw his ass right out. I mean, do you realize how, how passionate he would be about the Knicks covering the Oh, of course. Knicks? No, without a he doubt. He loves the Knicks. And I know he's a Mets fan, but I just love the idea of the very buttoned-up Yankees and a guy like Jason Zillow trying to run a very tight ship who's the PR guy over there, and then Big Zoo with, like, the bottom of his hairy gut hanging out from <laughs> underneath his T-shirt, walking around with a microphone going, <laughs> You know, where's Judge? (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be awesome. Yeah. But I mean, come on. Like, if you had to put correspondence from this radio station on specific teams. Yeah. You, I mean, I understand why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Because you, and that, it makes perfect sense to me. 
But Zoo would be the guy that would have to cover the Knicks. Knicks, yeah, or Jets. He's a big Jets guy. Well, what does he say about the Knicks? He has that little thing. We hear. Yeah, we 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 hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's what he says. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be fascinating. It might be, you know, it could be an outside candidate as well. You never know. But did they put it on in- Indeed? I'm sure that they had to officially put the job up there. You know, that's the way that it works. You can't just hand the job over to somebody internally without talking to everybody about it. Okay. And I did hear, Scuttlebutt, that this uh, Mets play-by-play uh, uh, job, very highly sought after from very legitimate candidates for a number of reasons. One is that they saw Wayne Randazzo get the, the big TV job out of this. Two, they feel like Steve Cohen's going to keep this team in contention all the yeah, time, yeah. so they'll have big calls. And three, they think at some point Howie's going to say, I've, I've done everything I can do. So It's getting late? Kind of like Jerry Jones? Or <laughs> Holy Spikies! No, I'm just, that's what people, that's what I hear what people are thinking. All right. right. Well, I just, uh, and what about, what's going on with Keith Hernandez? Oh, boy. That's not good. Why is that not good? Well, it doesn't sound like they're close on a we gotta get We got to get our man back in that booth, man. That's not going to be the same. We got to get uh, Uncle Stevie involved with that. Let's just get it done. I, I mean, mean, come on, SNY. What are you doing, man? It's ridiculous that this has not you been got, done yet. This, here's, here's the thing. Everybody's trying to find the right mix for that job or for this job or for any job for that matter. Mm-hmm. They have the best. They have the best mix. It's Why would you even mess with that? I don't know what Keith wants or any of that other stuff. All I know is that Gary, Keith, and Ronnie, when they get when the team suck, you watch because of them. Yeah, they're they're almost. I'm, I'm going to say they're John Madden level, but John Madden was for the that Met guy. fan they are for for us as the Met fan. I mean, I just you know, and I'm texting back and forth with those idiots during the game and all this other <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But uh, and annoying the hell out of them. But you know, they're great at what they do. Like. I don't know what Kirk Gowdy Jr. is doing. What, just pay okay, the guy. He, he's irrelevant. Let's just Met fans go right to Uncle Stevie. Let him know on Twitter I mean, what's no, going I, on. But he's not involved what, with SNY. He's not, yeah. he's not. But I'm but, like, like, they should on. just, they are such a winning team together. Yeah. No, I, I know. I don't get it. It has to get done and everybody feels the same way. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.